Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 661 out of 750 starts right after a word from one of my supporters. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcast at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. My thanks to The Crystal Show for being a supporter of the Talk to Q Radio Show. 347-202-0215 is the number if you wish to join. Uh, once you dial in, you can press 1 on your dial pad, and that places you in the host queue. If you're listening um, via, you know, the website or anything like that or through an app or however you're listening to the show, you can also participate on Twitter by using hashtag T2Q. Just search for that and use that in all your responses. Or if you want to ask questions yourself, I'll throw a few questions throughout the night, um, some of the same questions that I'll ask on the air. You can participate that way. Or you can find me on Facebook under the name ThankQ, and that's Thank and Q-U-E. Okay. And so this year, a lot of people are talking about celebrity deaths, all right? You know, why did they stand out this year, it seems like, more than previous years? Um, David Bowie, Prince, Muhammad Ali, Arnold Palmer, Florence Henderson, and just recently within the last, what, 72 hours, George Michael and Carrie Fisher, the list goes on. 2016 has been a very noticeable year for deaths. Um, a lot of legendary names have moved on, and so many of them were young. I mean, somewhere in their 40s and 50s. So on tonight's show, we'll take a brief look at some of the lives of some of those amazing people, as well as during the year in review that I mentioned earlier. Uh, what was the biggest story of the year? Was it the death of one of these celebrities? Was it Donald Trump pulling off one of the biggest election victories in the history of campaigning? Uh, Pokemon Go, Black Lives Matter, you know, what was it? And we'll also make some bold predictions for 2017 uh, and discuss that. But first, let me go to the phones, to the 517 area code, outside of the Motor City of Detroit. Welcome on the author, the host of the show legend, Crystal Vickerson. What's going on, Chris? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you and a belated Merry Christmas. Thank you. Same to you. Hopefully you've enjoyed your holiday season so far. 
Uh, got another weekend upcoming, and mm-hmm. so uh, do you, are. Do you usually do anything for New Year's Eve, or do you spend it at home normally? I know I'm always spending it at home. I don't go out to the parties anymore. Okay. So, not really of interest to me. All right, all right. Well, I usually do different things. Um, like, you know, the last couple of years, I think I kind of hung around home. But this year I might look to do a little something. I don't know if I'm getting out of town or not, but we'll kind of play that by ear. And I have another mm-hmm. caller. Once you're ready to chime in, press one of your dial pad, and you can join the discussion. But, all right, so let's go ahead and – um start with just 2016 in general. Now, some people think that the biggest news story for 2016 um, is not necessarily how many people, uh, how many celebrities and icons passed away, but the caliber or the quality or the talent level of the celebrities and icons passed away. Other people think maybe the biggest story is the presidential election and what Donald Trump was able to pull off, because just a year ago, this was a big joke, and now he's you know, going to be president in the United States come next year. Um, it could be something else. But for you, what is the biggest story in 2016? Well, to me, um, it's definitely the election. Um, that was nothing short of amazing and ridiculous. I, I mean, I feel like I'm living in bizarre world. <laughs> and, um, but it's real. <laughs> Maybe somewhere in another universe, in another parallel timeline, it's um, everything worked out the way it was supposed to, and in this one, it didn't. So I don't know. And knowing Donald, I wouldn't put it past him to be able to manipulate the timelines in order to make it happen. So. We are here. I mean, so, so we have to deal with it. I mean, is it a big story because of the fact that he won? Would it have been a, the the same big story had Hillary won? No, it would have stopped at the at the election um, if Hillary had a won. Um, mm-hmm. Things would have went back to um, normal, <laughs> and um, people would have went on with their lives. You know. It would have been an interesting story to, you know, look at and relive his tactics and, and all of that, and people would have talked about it, you know, just in general. But um, just the fact that he, that he, you know, he had already, just the fact that he won the Republican nomination should have been a clue that you know, something was awry. But, um, yeah, if she had won, no, there wouldn't have been as huge of a story. It just would have been, you know, a very tumultuous election, you know. We would have talked about that, but that's about it. But now it's um, we're talking about, of course, the election itself, the campaign, and and now we're looking forward as, you know, what happens now. This is insane. <laughs> so, you know, we shall see. Okay. On Facebook, Lady T chimed in, representing Louisiana, says presidential election, that dog and pony show was bananas. And for me, I, I, I wasn't sure exactly 
where to go with this as far as the biggest story of 2016. But even though there were a lot of people who got shot in 2015 and, and years prior to that, I think the whole police shooting unarmed black people really stood out for me in 2016 because it's something that, even though the election will ultimately impact my life, it hasn't yet because he hasn't taken office, this whole cop shooting unarmed black men thing and people targeting cops has impacted my life because I am very conscious about police. Um, when I'm driving, I'm, I mean, I don't speed as much as I used to. If I see a, a police officer behind me, then I don't feel comfortable, you know. And as a an older black man, you would think that, well, I'm out of that age range where I look like a threat, but that's a thing of the past. Now, it appears that any black man can be a threat, and, and black women too, for that matter. And I just don't like how um, it just seems like people are so trigger happy these days. And with people targeting police, that doesn't make things any better for uh, everyone else. So for me, I think that's my, my main story. I mean, do you feel impacted at all, Crystal? I mean, as a black woman, do you feel uncomfortable or would you feel uncomfortable if you got pulled over? Well, you know, I mean, um, when 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 I did get pulled over before, it was always because I was speeding. And mm-hmm. um, in the last year, or maybe a year and a half or so, I um, I made a conscious decision to slow down for a few reasons, but um, and then I got used to you know actually driving the speed limit. So, um, and I found I rarely ever get pulled over. I never. I haven't gotten pulled over since I made that conscious decision. So, um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, as as far as it, I you know, as far as it being impacted, yeah. I mean, when all this stuff was going on, um, and of course with the election and with the campaign and everything, yeah, you know, just the the fact of a cop you know, pulling up behind me and things like that. Yeah, I did, I do take more, or, I, you know, I look at them a little longer, you know, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I do get a little yeah. um, anxiety, um, you know, or whatever, um, especially around that time when it was first, you know, the campaign was in full force and all these other things were happening across the country. Um, yeah, you know, definitely. And, but, um I guess not as much as I guess if I was a, you know, a man. Definitely not. If I was yeah. a man, I, I don't know. I'd take a bus or something, Uber. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, no. But you know, it's, it's what's funny what you said. You know, um, about now you're you know you're actually abiding by the the laws or whatever, so you don't get pulled over. I mean, of course we should do that anyway. But um, right, you know, because again, yeah, it's a hassle. You have to, you know, get a ticket or whatever, and it's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, um, 
I think we all should really start paying attention to that. But it's interesting that this is something that, you know, would make us pay more attention to the laws of the road so we won't do it, you know, is a deterrent for something on the minor level as opposed to getting shot and all that kind of stuff and all these riots and things going on. The minor level is simply not being pulled over at all. But, yeah, it's terrifying, you know. You know, yeah. It is. Um, I mean, I've I've been pulled over, of course, you know, many times in my life, but I always felt like as long as I kept my hands where the cops could see them, I wouldn't have any problems. And now even that's a concern, <laughs> you know. I'm like, even my hands are where right. you can see them never... or where she can see them, I have no idea if you're going to shoot me or not. Uh, so it's made me really conscious as far as, you know, my wallet is black. So now I, I, my, I actually have a game plan as far as if I have to pull out my license, first of all, to try to have it out before the, the officer gets to the window but, uh, yeah. you know, make sure that I don't display my wallet because, you know, some people hold their wallet up and I don't want you to make any mm-hmm. mistakes because you see something black and think it's a gun. And it's sad, but those are things you have right. to think yeah. about just to try to make it home. Yeah, that is, is really sad that, you know, those kinds of things, those steps that you would take. You know, I think before, it's funny because before when I would get pulled over, and probably in a lot of women, you just don't think of I, I never thought about um, the cop as I'm going to be killed <laughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, or anything. The, 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 the only thing I made sure is that I didn't get a ticket. Um, right. And, and if I did, that, you know, it would be the least amount as possible. He kind of, you know, he did, went everything that he could do to make it as low as possible. Yeah, because I would, I don't know, just flash my female wares at him and, you know, act like I'm stupid. And, um, like, what? You know, what's going on? You know, I mean, you know, and stuff like that, you know. So, uh, and a lot of times I just get a warning, you know, hey, slow down, you know, you're in this, whatever. Um, that kind of a thing, that would usually be the outcome, you know, and sometimes I would, of course, I've gotten tickets before, but that's that's the 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 limit of my thought is that the end process is me getting some sort of ticket. That's the end process, and probably for a lot of people that's the end. What I've never understood is why do you argue with the cops? Like, what are you arguing about? I mean, I get it, I get it. I you know, I get some you know. Yeah. But to me, that's like an automatic. If nothing else, it's an automatic ticket. Maybe even you know, at least a couple of minutes on the sidewalk waiting for them to go through your car or whatever, you know, it's just like, yeah. I'm tired of this. I need for you to give me the ticket so I can move on with my life. <laughs> um, so uh, I mean, when people argue to me, the translation is, I want you to waste my time. And, you know, <laughs> it's almost like you're volunteering to, to, to have them waste your time further, like you said, and pull you out the car. Yeah, I, I've never understood, you know, people, you know, who just really get upset and, you know, as if you're you're bothering them. I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe someone can explain that to me. But, I, you know, I've heard it many times, especially this year on TV, talking right. about the cops and the fact of being pulled over. It's like, in some, I'm sorry, but in some of those incidences, it's like, if you hadn't have argued with this person, 
and you know, it nowhere near would have went that far. So you would hope not. Well, yeah, you would hope not, but in some in some yeah. few instances that, of course, I won't name. Because yeah, it'll be a whole thing. But that it would I be. That, I watched the tapes and I'm like, you know what? If <laughs> you hadn't said anything, um, nothing would have happened, probably. You know. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. that is my thought. Yeah. I understand. It reminds me of a funny story. A uh, friend of mine, or former coworker of mine, uh, is Vietnamese. And so whenever she got pulled over, she acted like she didn't understand English, and then she would just start crying. And she said she no. never got this ticket. <laughs> that was too funny. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, God. Well, perfect English, but, you know, she just played dumb. But, all right, so let's talk about um, what most people have been talking about, especially over the last – 72 hours with the deaths of uh, comedian Ricky Harris. And a lot of people may not be familiar with him, um, but he was always a a favorite of mine as far as stand-up comedy. His first appearance on Def Comedy Jam in the the 90s, in the early 90s, uh, was hilarious. I want to say like 1991 maybe. Um, And he's gone on to do some other little small acting roles. Um, he had a recurring role of a character named Malvo on Everybody Hates Chris, uh, which was always mm-hmm. which was really funny. And so, you know, he passed away. Um, George Michael, who was a very iconic in the, the 80s, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. he was yeah. one of the main stars of, of the 80s. And then um, today, Carrie Fisher, uh, who is known for Star Wars mostly. And, yeah. I mean, is there a certain person's death in 2016 that may have impacted you the most, and if so, why? Well, of course, Prince, you know, I mean, that was a shocker. Um, Anton Yelchin, that was um, the Star Trek uh, in the new newer movies. He was um, Chekhov. And that was, uh-huh. of course, or Trekkies, um, just that was a shocker and just a tragic, you know, kind of a, you know, accident. It's horrible. And, um, but yeah, I guess, you know, Prince, you know, that, that, yeah, that was, that was, um, you know, definitely a, a shocker. But the, when, you know, when you look back on some of the deaths of the, of the, of some of them, not all of them, but, you know, when there's drugs involved, you know, I get a kind of a mixed feeling about it. And some mm-hmm. icons, you just you just expect them to die early. Like, even though Prince was a shocker, it wasn't um, necessarily um, surprising in a way, you know. You know, you would hope that he wouldn't have died young, younger, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not really a shocker per se because of the fact that um you know, being, you know, a, a iconic singer as he was, you know, it's just you just kinda wait when you get to a certain age or a level in their career, you figure, Well, I guess they've done everything they're gonna do, you know, basically. I mean he was still doing 
kind of new stuff or whatever, but you figure, okay, this is it. Time for them to go. <laughs> you know? uh, mm. So when it comes to the yeah, the stars, I get kind of, um, well, the singers like him and, you know, like Michael Jackson, eventually you go, you, you just kind of wait, you know, especially when they get to a certain age and or in end of the career. You just kind of wait for the, you know, the news, really. At least I do. Uh, this, and I, and I understand that, this was a tough one for me when I started thinking about all the people that passed away. Yeah, and, so you know, some, some people were older. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're not necessarily shocked, uh, but it's still sad nonetheless. I mean, you know, Muhammad Ali was was in his 70s, and he, you know, had been struggling with Parkinson for quite some time. So it was sad, yeah. but it wasn't necessarily a shock to me. Uh, mm-hmm. um, J- John Glenn and Jaja Gabor were in their 90s. You know, you're not shocked necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. Um, as far as, what, I mean, Prince comes to mind because he, he's an icon, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also probably have to say, yeah, I don't know. I guess I have to go with um, Fife Dog of a tribe called Quest. He was in his forties, and yeah, yeah. when it's someone young, I mean, him and Big Sight both passed away this year, and mm-hmm. they may not be household names to to younger generations out there. But a tribe called Quest was a really big deal back in the day, and I and I think that they had a resurgence, not just because Five Dog passed away, but simply because the music is good. Um, right. I mean, their their new album is, is slamming. And um, so, I mean, there are other names uh, like Tupac Shakur's mom died, Afeni Shakur, uh, yeah. Morley Safer died, my um, Miss Cleo died. I mean. <laughs> You know, oh, we didn't see that all over the place. <laughs> right. <laughs> Arnold Palmer, Tommy Ford from Martin, Janet Reno, Gwen Ivey. Yeah, now, Tommy, I mean, that, that was a shocker. I was I was saddened by that. Yeah, for folks who like sports, um, John Saunders, a very uh, respected uh, um, talking head, and, and Craig Sager, and... Gordy Howe, Mr. Hockey, uh, so many people it seemed like so many big names: Merle Haggard, Patty Duke, Gary Shanley. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah, like all is, over the place. Yeah. Gene Wilder, uh, I, I, you know, I was, yes, uh, he was, you know, in his eighties, um, but um, you know, just he's a big a, name you know, for a great, great actor. Yeah. So yeah. Hilarious and Young Frankenstein. Young yeah. Frankenstein and, and um, Blazing Saddles, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, hilarious and the movies he did with Richard <laughs> Pryor, of course. Mm-hmm. So I, I was looking at some of the. Um, I went back ten years to look at some of the people who mm-hmm. died in 2006 because I wanted to know. Did more people die this year, or are we paying attention to it more because we have Facebook and Twitter and more avenues in which to find out these people have died? And so 
Uh, some of these names may sound familiar to you from 2006, I'm sure. Um, Don Knotts, Jack Pallant, yeah. Dennis Weaver, mm-hmm. James Brown, uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Evans, who played on Good Times, uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Spelling, the Crocodile Hunter, uh, Robert Sterling, Lou Rawls, Mickey Spillane, mm-hmm. uh, Gerald Ford, Saddam Hussein, Wilson Pickett. Um, I didn't realize he lived until, until 2006. Um, Ed Bradley. I didn't realize it's been 10 years for him. And yeah, Lucky, oh, yeah. the dog yeah. from Married with Children. I mean, Lucky died. The dog from Married with Children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know they had a dog. So, <laughs> yeah, there was Buck, and Lucky was the second dog that they had. But okay. um, <laughs> so I mean, you had some some big names, but let me ask you: Do you think it's because we're we're older, and maybe that's why some of these names stand out? Maybe a lot of these people, a lot of famous people, died when we were younger, but we just didn't pay attention because. They were like our parents' generation of people, and we just didn't know who they were. You know, I don't. You know, I don't see it as um, really as more people dying because I, you know, I I always watch the Oscars, and um, at the end of that show, and of course the Grammys, you know, those two shows I watch, award shows, they always go run through, you know, um, all those names of people who died. Uh, and there's quite a few usually every year that you go, oh yeah, you know. So it's, um, yeah. I think, I think maybe this time for us, for this generation of that, it, um, yeah, it's it's more of the people that we knew. I mean, Prince dying is 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 the end of an era um, for you know me and and you know, our generation. I mean, because you know he was a part of that growing up and, and all of that, the music and everything, you know, Michael Jackson dying before, of course, it affected more people um, across the globe. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's really uh, because we can remember them throughout our lives. Gene Wilder, you remember the movies throughout our lives growing up and stuff like that. So I think it, it does affect you in those ways because of that. Yeah, I agree. And uh, because some of the names aren't big names to anyone or wouldn't be big names to anyone other than people who grew up during a certain era, like Dan Haggerty, he played the role of Grizzly Adams. You know, people (laughs) under 35 have never heard of Grizzly Adams. Um, A lot of people may not know who Glenn Fry is, co-founder of the the rock band The Eagles. Um, Right, yeah. Abe Bogota, Vanity. Yeah. uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Ken Howard right. who played in The White Shadow. Yeah, Doris Roberts. Well, they might know Doris Roberts from sitcoms. Um, they probably wouldn't know Patty Duke. So, and then Prince Bay from um, PM Dawn. He was a young guy. So, the Die Without You song yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away. The guy, I think he was the guy that wore the little circle of glasses in the video, had to Mm-hmm. Had the braids or the dreads or whatever. Yeah, he passed away. Uh, you ever heard yeah. of a comedian named Kevin Maney? No. Okay. Kevin Maney's a 
old school comedian from the late eighties, uh, Bill Nunn, Radio Raheem. Uh, right. Yes. Now, I knew I was forgetting somebody for this year. That was this year, right? Yes. Yeah. He just died, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I want to say. We about that. Yeah, October, November, or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Janet. Janet Reno, and then like uh, Ron Glass, my mm-hmm. aunt, yes. who's older than me, had a poster of Ron Glass when she was a teenager. You know, and oh, I remember yeah. seeing he that poster that on her wall. Classic cute guy. Yes, I remember that. Classic cute yeah. guy. You know, like skin to do with a big afro. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was like him and him and Billy D. Williams had it sewed up for, at one point. Uh. So. <laughs> And so um, I do think that makes a difference that uh, it depends on the generation. And then we're just at the age where a lot of people we grew up uh, watching who are 25, 30 years older than us, you know, have just reached their time. But it is shocking when you see someone in their 40s and their 50s and even their their early 60s to me um, still seems young. Well, yeah, and especially, you know, well, you know, I look back at some of the, like, I was thinking about that today, about the heart attacks. It's always seemed like it's always heart attacks. But then they kind yeah, of between heart out. attacks and cancer. Well, what causes the heart attack? And a lot of it's drugs. And, um, you know, and it's sad, but, you know, that's, again, another part of, celebrity life, you know, a lot of times, you know, they, um, like, for instance, Carrie Fisher, she, you know, used um, drugs, um, but she was, you know, she had been recovering. From yeah. Uh, but it does take a toll on your body. Yeah. And That's what happened to um, also, right, exactly. And also, um, you know, the, oh, oh. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> but anyway, uh, a lot of when they say heart attacks, that's the first thing they say, and that's usually, you know, true. You know, but uh, you know, when you when he comes back to it, George Michael. That's what I was trying to think of. George Michael, the same thing. You know, you know, he was um, a heroin user. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that he's been struggling with for a while. So. So all these things do take a toll on your body and, um, you know, eventually, you know, it catches up with you, especially when you're, when you're struggling with it and you just keep going back and forth. I think so. And um, speaking of Carrie Fisher, um, mm-hmm. she's supposed to appear in next year's Star Wars. And I think they stopped shooting in July, so I'm guessing mm-hmm. they'll be able to, you know, use, you know, since they stopped shooting, it's not a big deal. But um, I don't want to, you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Rogue One, there is a character mm-hmm. in Rogue One, it's not Carrie Fisher, of course, because she was alive, um, who was actually dead, and they actually used his likeness um, in the movie. It's a guy that passed away quite some time ago. Um, and there were some people who were kind of upset about it, saying that this is going to open the door for movies in the future to use dead actors, you know, and use the, the CGI, do the special effects. Oh, yeah. 
sure. How do you I, feel you know about what? that? I'm not you... surprised. I'm not surprised by that. Um, I mean, hell, I mean, they've used them in in um, just music videos, which to me that's like the next step <laughs> to be able, especially when you have um, just thinking as a movie buff and you have a character who you know is um, you know the actor who made it you know famous long dead or you're rebooting, you know, the an, an old movie or whatever, and you mm-hmm. have them make a nice little cameo somewhere in it. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. So I can see that happening, you know. Um, but I think it would be, I think it would be different if it was a character or uh, an actor who is an older actor. It's been been gone a long time as opposed to maybe someone who just died. But, you know, they did that same thing, you know, with uh, Paul Walker, you know. Right. Um, in, you know, the, the the franchise. And they, you know, they, and they, you know, with her, I mean, of course, it's done. So I think people, you know, you get over that. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of a good, nice little segue out. And it's so funny about Carrie, Carrie Fisher. I didn't, I forgot that she was in... Uh, when Harry met Sally, I completely I forgot. I had that. no idea. Yeah, yeah, yes, she was the best friend. <laughs> uh, um, oh. In when Harry met Sally, yeah, she she just had a very short haircut and she played a kind of a different character than she usually plays. But it was that was, was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so funny that I didn't even put that together. Um, but yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. But she's been in a lot of things. Okay, I, Star Wars is her deal. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is what really made her famous, and that's yeah. um, mm-hmm. mainly what I remember her from. But um, yeah. I just thought it was interesting that they took someone who died, I think, in 1993, maybe? Or in, it's been a long time, and they um, had someone, I guess, stand in as his body and put a face on him, and I didn't even think anything of it. I didn't find out until um, after the movie that it had happened because I'm not necessarily like a Star Wars geek that memorizes mm-hmm. everything. Um, not yeah, that I hate no, yeah, on yeah. those who, who do. It's just not you know, my yeah, thing. Of course. Yeah. But um, I thought it was pretty interesting, and there were a lot of people that were upset behind it. Well, I can see why. Sure, sure. But, yeah. Yeah. But you know, so, I mean, I don't again, want to see like Bob said, Hope and Richard Pryor in a movie. But <laughs> well, you know, I think that once they perfect a lot of that, because it's still kind of a perfection thing, but it's getting much so much better. I think you'll probably end up seeing a lot of the cam those kind of cameos here and there, uh, if it's in a franchise type of thing where it's that yeah. character is so important to the storyline, and it you know kind of makes sense to use them or whatever. Um, yeah, would have been interesting. They could have did that I mean, uh, for uh, Independence Day. That would have been great to bring Will Smith back or something. <laughs> <In> the, <laughs> even though he's already a year. <laughs> I know. I totally sucked without him, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think it's um, pretty interesting. The technology, um, I know the movie Tron that came out in 1981, they did a sequel yeah. to it, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, five, six years ago. And one of the characters, even though he's still alive, uh, Kurt Russell, uh, 
they yeah. had him as a young, a young Kurt Russell, he, like he was in his early thirties, you know, and the effects look great. He looked young. And, and see, that's another and beautiful thing we can do. That's, that's even has. better. It's, it's pretty right? cool. It's even better. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you you have the the bone structure, um, already there. Um, like when they did, um, you know, uh, with Paul Walker, they in 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 the movies they they had his brother stand in. Yeah. And you know they're a little different looking, but close, very very close, but not you know. But yeah, for someone like um, like that, where it's actually you, and I think that would be great because you can, you maybe you can still play that thirty year old when you're in your fifties or sixties or so whatever. You can still be yourself. You don't have to. I, mean, yeah. I think that yeah, of course, cool. can still be Indiana Jones. Right. Oh my God, it's so hilarious. Or Han Solo, yeah. for that matter. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this guy. Damn. Mm. Mm. All right. So another uh, news in 2016. It appears that Tiny has filed for divorce against her husband, rapper Ti. Oh, has uh, it finally happened? They've been married since 2010, together for 15 years. And they have, what, six children? And the show yeah, they got a lot. Tiny, the family. Well, also. some of them aren't each other, but yeah. Oh, well, who keeps the show? I wonder how that works. <laughs> anyway. Who keeps the show? Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> anyway, the show, I'm sure, will end. Um, and maybe Tiny will go on, because, you know, she likes doing this stuff. So I'm sure... She could probably go on with her slew of friends and whatever. Um, she could probably continue it. She, I think she was doing like her own little talk show too. So she'll okay. be fine. Mm-hmm. All right. At last and for those, <laughs> right? <laughs> for those who are into um, Broadway, Tony-winning actor um, George S. Irwin Irvin has passed away. At the age of 94, it looks like that happened last night. So for those who may be into Broadway musicals, then um, you may remember him. He was George also Irwin? in the Patty Duke show. Yeah. And, you oh. know, Patty Duke passed away this year. He was in the Patty Duke show. He also played in All in the Family. I think those are his mm. mem- most memorable um, um, TV appearances. And he was the voice of the Heat Miser and the um, Santa Claus Animated specials. <laughs> hey, okay, he might have been. Yeah, that was a cool dude. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. 101. All right, so wow. 2006. It's so sad that 16 you keeps that. on rolling. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? I have not um, watched like a Christmas animated special in Lord knows how long, probably a, at least a decade or so. And really? I wow. can I can sing almost any song from like the Rudolph the Red Nose Christmas special or Frost the Snowman. It is I guess it must have got itched in my brain as a kid, so but that heat might have that was that dude. <laughs> to the eight five zero area code, the Emerald Post line of Pensacola, Florida. Welcome on the man in black making his way to the ring, the Buckster. What's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? How you doing, Crystal, and whoever else may be on? 
Hello, Buck. How you doing? Not much. All right. Doing well, man. On Facebook, our man D. Wright chimed in from the ATL. He said that um, the death that impacted him the most this year was Prince. He said, along with Michael Jackson, he provided much of the soundtrack to his youth. And, Buck, uh, for you, is there a particular death in 2016 that uh, impacted your life the most? Well, I would say definitely Prince. I mean, I think everybody can kind of sympathize with that. But George Michael, too. I mean, George Michael's death was really sudden. Um, he's had a lot of health issues due to some of his drug use over recent years. Um, he had he damn near died back in 2011 with uh, pneumonia. Um, but George Michael was one of my favorites. Um, and a lot of, I liked a lot of his songs. But uh, Prince was probably, you know, more so than George Michael, but definitely, you know, both of them together. Um, Carrie Fisher, too, because if you're a Star Wars um, Star Wars person, she passed away today. Um, you know, even though she's been in some of the most recent Star Wars things, um, it's just uh-huh. 2016, 2016 has been rough. Vanity, too. I mean, there's been a lot. It's really not a one in particular other than Prince, but, you know, all these people you grew up on. I mean, these are people that we grew up, you know, seeing in movies or seeing, you know, seeing on MTV you know, or VH1 or something like that. I mean, and there has been an abundance this year, probably more so in, in recent memory. You know, it's just, uh, un, it's, you know, it's really unfortunate. You just don't see that many. I mean, the growing pain star, you know, passing away. Uh, I think they said that he had some kind Alan of. Thick. Yeah, Alan Thick. I mean, he has some kind of uh, aorta problem. Um, it rub his aorta ruptured. Um, mm-hmm. that was his cause of death at 69. I mean, David Boy, my mom likes David Boy. She, she liked him. Um, so, you know, we played a lot of variety of music in our household when we were growing up. So I, you know, you hear Motown one minute and Elvis the next, or my grandmother who was really way out there, like the freaking Oak Ridge boys in Alabama. <laughs> so, I mean, so okay. it, you know, it was. We had a variety of music that we listened to when I was a kid. So, yeah. listening to I know, some of these usually hurt the most. Yeah. So, seeing these people pass away, um, Prince and Vanity in particular, um, you know, them passing away, and I can even go back a little bit further because she died late last year. Tina Marie was always one of my favorites. So, um, when these people that you grew up listening to. You know, whether it be in high school or in the car or like, you know, us trying to sing them or acting a fool in the car singing on some of our road trips. I mean, they bring back so many memories. And for them to be lost, some of these you know, like Prince and George Michael being, you know, in their 50s passing away, it really hits home. Um, you know, and it just, it's it's sad to see them leave, they'll, they'll still be with us in music because their music will always be around. But as far as new music or anything like that, it's just really sad to see them go. Yeah. And I think um, not just, I mean, with Prince, uh, the, the new music didn't have the impact, of course, as the music from our childhood. But whenever he performed any of his old songs, you wanted to, to, to see it, you know. Um, George Michael, man, that Faith CD, well, it was a cassette back then, 
for faith yeah. and father figure. I want your sex part one and two. Um, yeah. Monkey, uh, one more try is awesome. If you've never heard of that song, George Michael, one more try and kissing the fool. Yeah. Two of the best songs oh, I yeah. think he ever made. And even dating back to when he was with Wham, Careless Whisper, I love that. Yeah. And Everything She Wants, one of my favorites. So, I mean, you know, people are impacted in different ways by, um, you know, celebrity passings. And, uh, I, I mean, I just think when it comes to music, a lot of times that impacts people a lot more than maybe, you know, a politician or an actor on TV or something, unless the actor played in some type of recurring role that you were able to see on a regular basis, maybe you feel a closeness to them at that point. Um, there was one reality star that I know of that passed away this year, a lady by the name of Big Ange, um, and I don't remember the name of the show she was on, but she was 55 years old. and She was I on the mob, her face. Uh, mob Wives. Okay, okay. So um, I don't know like reality stars, whenever they start to go, I don't know what kind of impact they're going to have um, because people are peeking into these folks' lives on a regular basis if you watch reality TV. So it could um, be something that hits home for some people, but maybe not so much for me because I really don't watch it. So um, who's to say what's going to happen when, um, you know, tech from real world or someone passes away or Ruthie. Um, and I know I'm going back for a lot of people who may not have watched real world back in the nineties. <laughs> but Okay. All right. So let's talk I about, did, but I don't remember their name except for, um, Kevin. <laughs> What's the name? Um, I don't remember him. I'm talking about real world Hawaii. That was like 1998, maybe. I think so. Who's the dude from Real World that now is a um, hip hop reporter and everything, um, and almost like historian? His name was Kevin, wasn't it? Um, shit, I have to look it up now. But anyway, um, yeah, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Powell. Yes. Real world, Real World, New York. I think that was the first one. And I do believe that um, I think Tammy was on that one as well. That was, I think I that was the no very idea first who these one. People are. I'm just using. Oh Google. my God! You don't know who Kevin Powell is? Um, <laughs> uh, I think you know. I think I'm, does he do videos that people share on Facebook? Because I think I've seen his videos on Facebook. Um, I don't know about that. I just know that he has a lot of. He's done. He's a writer and a reporter, a journalist, and kind of a hip-hop, like I said, historian. So he's usually always pulled for a lot of the uh, documentaries and, and newsworthy stuff regarding what's going on in the urban world. So, But anywho. Okay. But you know anyway. right? <laughs> Yeah, I get one of them. All right, mm-hmm. so um, let's talk about what happened in 2016 that may reshape the future. And Crystal, do you, can you think of anything, any story, or any event that happened this year that could reshape um, the future from 2017 and beyond? Well, um, 
I would have to say that just the whole Black Lives Matter, um, I think a retrospect needs to be looked at. As, um, and I think that would help how how it could have how this movement quote unquote could have been done better and um and could have had some major impact. And not just for, you know, their purposes, but also as a whole, I think blacks slash minorities, period, um, the brown people of the world, of especially of America, need to come together. Um, find out what exactly do you want, you know, um, and it, I don't even know if it should be a altogether thing, but because um, after this election, my God, <laughs> it's like completely blindsided people. People need to wake up, um, and not and maybe not even just minorities, but just the Democratic Party itself need to rethink itself. And I think there's a lot, I I can probably bet you there's a lot of Democrats who are now, have, you know, torn up their cards and say, you know, I don't know what the fuck I am now, (laughs) but um, maybe I'm not Republican, maybe I am Republican, maybe I'm independent, (laughs) maybe they haven't created my um, group yet. I don't know who the hell I am or who I should be following or should we even be following anything. So, I mean, I think just, to me, the whole political scope of this year has to ending, you know, with with the uh, out, outcome of the election. Um, we need to really rethink uh, or focus or hone in on exactly as a people, and not just black people, just as a people, liberal, whatever you are, what do you really want and where do you want this country to go and how in the hell are we going to get there? And we need to figure it out before the next election or elections, not just presidents, but, you know. So right. that's, that's, to me, the biggest thing. I think this is a game changer for a lot of Democrats and, and even independents, um, Green Party or whatever the hell. Yeah. The so-called, as, as Donald Trump liked to call them, elite, so-called elite. Of so the poli- po- political world need to, you know, wake up. Put your bagel down and let's get back to work. <laughs> Put the bagel down. <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, so um, Buck, what do you think? What do you think shaped 2016 on um, Twitter? Um, Jamel Crothers, former guest, chimed in from, I believe he's in New York. He said, Trump becoming president, imagine what the country would be like in four years. So he's saying that story impacted 2016, will impact beyond 2016. Buck, can you think of anything? Well, it doesn't have to be on a global scale, but just, you know, in general. Yeah, definitely Trump being being elected president, I think that blindsided a lot of people because after they found out, I mean, people are still acting a fool and still marching and all that kind of crap. I mean, just simply because he's, you know, he's the, you know, president-elect. But that's not the only story that really ch- changed the landscape of the country. I think a story that really didn't get a lot of national attention, um, that damn pipeline 
and you know the Army Corps of Engineers stepping in and saying that you can't run this pipeline through these guys' uh, Indian land. I really think that's going to change the landscape of how things are going to be built because a lot of a lot of times in this country, um, a lot of states and local governments, you know, they want to they want to build something. They just you know they lowball the shit out of you and and take your land away from you just so they can run a highway or road or or build you know build a building or whatever they plan on doing. And you know, for so many years in this in so many years, going all the way back to the beginning of this country, we've taken away from the from the Native Americans. And they, they stood up and they fought these guys. And I mean they fought big business. And it's hard to beat big business, especially big oil companies, you know, trying to, you know, run this damn pipeline through here. And I think with them, you know, the Army Corps of engineers stepping in and say, All right, that's it, you can't build this thing. I think that was huge, not only for for the you know for the army coordinator uh, engineer saying you know you can't build this through here, but it would be for the Indians because they stood up they stood up for something and they did not let big business take it away from them. I am very um you know there was something I back um there was something that we were doing on Facebook on a day to day basis fighting this thing. Um, there were a lot of petitions signed. There were a lot of people of all races and nationalities in, in this thing, and very very proud. That you know, that I was you know part of it, try, you know, trying to get them to stop it, and it was really, really, you know, I think they're really, really big, not only for the Indians, but for how things are done in this country from a building standpoint, moving forward. Okay. All right. Uh, shoot. I think the easy story as far as what's impacted 2016, in my opinion, of course, is the election because I think Donald Trump uh, changed how people will campaign. And on Facebook, um, Amanda chimed in from New Jersey, and she said the election of Donald J. Trump, the presidency of the U.S. Dre chimed in from Tampa. He says Trump. Lady T chimed in. She said Trump and multiple killings of unarmed black men by police will reshape the future. Um, I think on a global scale, yeah, I'm going to say um, Donald Trump, because I think he will affect the, affect the United States as well as the world. On a smaller scale, I want to say something that has really taken off. It really took off a couple of years ago, but I really think it gained some notoriety in 2016, and that's Uber. I think Uber is doing so much for transportation, that is ridiculous because it went from being, you know, a small, I guess, taxi service to a delivery service. I mean, shoot, you can have McDonald's brought to you by an Uber driver. I, I mean, it's, it's you can have all kinds of stuff done. So uh, Uber, and now you you have Lyft as well. I don't know what that means for taxis, but it doesn't mean anything good. So I think on a smaller scale, they'll impact society as well. But um, it's hard not looking at the election, though, Crystal, because, for one, it's a presidential election, so it's already big. But the amount of controversy that surrounded this election, to me, was greater than any that um, any of us have probably ever seen. And I don't think it was just because of social media coverage. I think it's because Donald Trump was basically saying whatever it is he felt like saying, and uh, 
he was the headline every day, whether it was a good story or a bad story. Yeah, I think um, Donald did something that <laughs> not so much had never been done, but he did it in he did it in such a blatant way that had never been actually done. Um, and he went after people. The only way he would have gotten those people to wake up is if he had have spoken the way he spoke. Um, and he knew that. And um, and I think it was a very bold thing to do because it could have sorely backfired on him. Uh, but he tapped into people who literally were not being recognized at all on any level. Mm-hmm. And um, they were being definitely marginalized and as far as the rest of us um, in the civilized world, we um, we kind of figured they like that, you know. Let them stay out there with their pigs and their horses and hay or whatever they do, um, and let them enjoy, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, but but you when you when I I think when I looked at that map, and it was a big eye-opener for me because I'm one of those people who just, I didn't think about them, you know, and um, so it was an eye-opener for me uh, about you didn't think about the rule versus you, you, versus the rest of us, whether it's suburban, urban, whatever, I mean, the, you know, they were the ones who ran the country, you took it, I mean, right out, we were just, we're literally on the outskirts and it's kind of interesting. Um, so, I think he did in politics something that um, another person wouldn't have done. Even Republicans, they, they, you know, they do it in a kind of a basic way. You know, they may say some things, but a lot of the things that a lot of Republicans say, they're still politicians, went over their heads. You know, the people out in rural country, um, so they didn't. They turned it off because they didn't think it had anything to do with them. You know, specifically until. Mm-hmm. Donald started talking, and they probably didn't pay that much attention to Donald before this, because he was just—he was an entertainer. He was a billionaire. He worked in New York. He's from New—he's a boy from New York for crying out loud! It's so hilarious. Um, and he's letting Arnold Schwarzenegger the, take over his show. But the most hilarious part about this is, is that Donald manipulated them. <laughs> okay, he is not for them. Actually, he is actually for who he is, which is uh, billionaires, capitalism. That's what he's all about. He just wanted to win, and the, the Donald will do whatever it takes to do that. And quite frankly, we didn't see it coming, and I'm amazed. But oh God. okay, what's what's happening? Okay. I'm hearing a lot of moving around. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, know what is going, going on. on. <laughs> All right. Let me get back to the phone lines. To the 601 area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, to bring on the man who's been dubbed as the Minister of Sexual Affairs. Welcome on my boy, Eminem. What's happening, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? What up, what up, man? 
first of all, man, my, um, you know, I bought that painting off of you to give to my brother and his wife for Christmas, and they love it, man. They absolutely oh, love okay. it. All right, cool, cool. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, it's always good when somebody dig your shit, man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And Eminem, what do you think was um, something that happened in 2016 that will reshape the future? Oh, wow! It's um, it's it's several things actually. Uh, uh, for one, the the last string that was sort of stabilizing as far as uh democracy is all gone. Um, uh, you know, and I'm specifically referring to the election. Uh. It didn't represent just Trump getting in. It it's like you know, it shows where we have come, um, you know, as a country. It's like you know when it's you know it's harder to, you know, it, it takes more to be a damn near you know certified teacher than a fucking you know president. And that's crazy. But uh, you know, so that's gonna definitely reshape the future because now we're gonna have to start weeding through a lot of the fluff people who never even had certain ambitions, you'll see all kind of stuff happening. Um and that's not a good thing. Um I think we've seen the uh, um the last the last of the good things of the you know, social media. Now pretty much everything is uh one direction. You know, it's almost like uh, I like to use analogies and all of us can remember uh the first stages of you know, hip hop and stuff like that in its purest form. But you know how, as time went on, variety became uh, the thing, which was good. Variety is always good. But then it kept going and kept going, and then it got to a point where it was like almost like you know everything is almost the same. Everybody's kind of <laughs> the same. I mean, so I'm, I, I guess that's what I'm saying with. Uh, with everything, uh, uh, you know, with freedom stuff, like, you know, uh, you, you know, we've seen social media now used more so to incite negativity more so than anything else. It's no longer a balance, as, as Buck liked to say, you know, you got to have, you know, uh, a balance and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I think between the electoral, electoral protocol and social media uh there's nothing specific about social media that caused this in 2016 i just think it started in like 08 and it just started down spiraling so um you know everything out there is something crazy you know and it's it's either entertainment or violence or some kind of propaganda but you know it's nothing being used for uh, advancement of uh, culture or advancement of, uh, you know, uh, understanding or anything like that. I'm not saying nobody's not doing them. I know some, you know, Chinese students are somewhere now at Cal Berkeley probably, you know, Facebooking and Skyping their ass off with some kind of calculus equation. But for the most part, it's not, good, it's not being used like that at all, like zero. You know, And I'm all for wide open stuff. It just still you have to have some sort of um you know, 
scales on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Everything can't just be, you know, motherfuckers, you know, in a housing project fighting and shit, you know, because people really get killed behind right, this. Right. That's that's what people don't understand. It's like it's funny to certain people, you know, what's well, funny to all people, but it's just like, okay, but guess what? For the people that live in the proximity of where that shit popped off at, guess what, man? Yeah, it's done got real. It's probably going to be like three houses shot up behind this shit. You know, so it's done got crazy. So I just think we saw that it's like the the peaking of, uh, I think 2015 was the ending of all that. You know, we've seen in 08 how the power of social media basically elected our first minority, true minority president. And, but in 2016, you know, we also seen how, um, Peaceful demonstrations got turned into full out riots, and and then you know we got a buffoon elected. So, um, so yeah, eight year stretch is a motherfucker. Okay. And uh, so, get ready to wrap up this this uh, topic, I guess. And let me go back to you, Crystal. All right, we're just a few days away from 2017. Do you have a bold prediction to make for a huge news story in 2017? Uh, Donald Trump impeached. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Donald okay, Trump why do you think that's going to happen? <laughs> um, I don't know, unless he's literally lays low I think I think it's already probably they're trying to figure out how to do it but um, either impeached or shot yeah that's my prediction okay Uh, Buck what do you think 2017 you have a bold prediction well I was one of the first ones to say this, but Crystal just said it. I really think that some, it's been a long time since an assassination attempt on a president has uh, been done. And with all the nonsense that's going on over this election and him being elected, I, I really believe that somebody is going to try to take a shot at him this uh, at the president. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate. You know, this you know this guy has you know been elected. But, you know, the people spoke, some of the people spoke. I don't think all of them spoke. So bottom line of it is, you know, there's going to be some clown out there that tries it. And I I just think that, you know, that that's probably going to be one of the things that we're going to have to deal with in 2017. I think that also with him being an officer, the stock market is probably, it's already, I think it's already crossed over the, you know, over the, the, the 20 mark. I think it's even going to go higher um, in the uh, in 2017. It's going to hit some record, but it's also going to crash too once it gets to that mark. So you don't have to really kind of watch these stock markets over the next few months. All right, Eminem, you got a bold prediction in 2017? Oh uh, yeah, and this this a prediction I had in 08 actually. In uh, 08, I was right, but. Damn, I hope I'm wrong in 17, but I'm going to go ahead and, and say it. When Obama got in, you know, you like I say, you know, yeah, I know every little thing didn't get achieved, but one thing that was for certain, you know, other than some lone wolf shit, you know, we wasn't attacked. 
you know, and uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, um, there was a reason shit happened in 01 because people got pissed off at Bush talking this cowboy talk. And this fool done took crazy talk to another level. Man, you know, I, I don't know what the fuck going to happen after January 20th, but I know this. I know a lot of people in the world that don't have a recognized voice uh, but is already set up to do crazy shit. All they waiting on is the order. I mean, unfortunately, I think, you know, I I I, I think we're going to be looking at uh, uh, something major, you know. So, like I said, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> that was my biggest fear for this time getting in, you know, because, um, you know, it's like I don't give a fuck about, you know, a thousand jobs being saved with shit, man. You got about five airports blowing up at the same time. I mean, I'm just saying we, okay, we're not, we weren't born in the Middle East. We're not ready for that shit and be going normal. You know, we couldn't handle, you know, you know, just a little something, shit. You know, something super crazy. And you know, now this dude fucking with deals with Russia and trusting them motherfuckers and all that. I mean. Shit, when you get some real people behind some of these goddamn folks, man, please, you know. But uh, one thing about it, see, I, I hate, it's kind of like a peeve. You know, you got to give a pass to certain people, but when you're dealing with people who are supposed to be on a different level, you know, um, I, I just kind of hate people that's culturally insensitive, you know, like, um you know, Bush is a Yale graduate, and, you know, he's deliberately, <laughs> in his most Texas voice, you know, mispronouncing countries and shit like that. I mean, well, now, mm-hmm. what's funny to America pisses off a lot of people other places. So, like I say, and Trump is taking shit to a level higher than that. Now, I know the, the question wasn't about Trump, but I'm just kind of getting to what I'm saying about my prediction for 2017. You know, you know, Americans are so naive. Westerners are so naive. You know, everything that we're running from, I mean, we're trying to prevent, is already here. It's just a matter about, you know, they even used to have a show. Uh, what was that? Y'all remember seeing that on Showtime years back? There was a little series called Sleeper Cell or something like that. Uh, Anybody remember that? I think I know what you're talking about. It, it wasn't real popular, but it was a series called Sleeper Cell. But basically... Mm-hmm. If you watch that series, the shit wasn't based off of somebody's imagination. The shit was based off of FBI uh, intelligence, you know. And um, and like I say, this dude done pissed off a lot of people. And um, and I just, you know, I hope I'm wrong, but I just think uh, a message will be sent. Okay. On Facebook, Robin Peppers Hunt chimed in from Cali. She said her prediction is Trump doesn't last a year, so that can be anything that you all have mentioned. Uh, Dre from Tampa said another conflict in the Middle East, so he's kind of along the lines of what Eminem is saying. Uh, I don't know. Other than, I mean, you have the thing that you know is going to happen, like people are going to stand in line for iPhones and Jordans. But um, as far as a bold prediction, man, 
nothing really comes to mind other than I, 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 along with you all, don't think that Trump is going to last. I just feel like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll make this prediction, and we may ever not know unless they catch whoever who may attempt to um, bring harm to Donald Trump or whoever tries to impeach him if that's the case. I think it's going to be driven from the Republican side. I don't know why I feel that way. I feel like Republicans like Mike Pence more than they do Donald Trump, and they will be instrumental in getting rid of Trump if it happens. I yeah, think that, I agree. that it's going to, yeah, the GOP will be the undoing of Donald Trump if it happens, yeah, however it happens. And you think about the major people in the GOP that totally don't support Trump even now, the Bush family, uh, Ted Cruz, you know, but the, a lot of people don't understand. The, a lot of the people that back Ted Cruz are like all tycoons and shit. I mean, they really respect that guy. And you know, Trump said the shit about his wife and shit, and Ted Cruz wasn't letting that shit go, and understandably. So, I mean, so I mean, anytime, I mean, it's no difference than than just regular, you know, strategies of war. Anytime you don't show solidarity. That opens up a weakness. So it's like, man, people from overseas looking at all this shit. They seem to be like, you know, this guy technically he won by electoral college, but you know he was like 2.8 million votes short of actual total votes. So that mm-hmm. alone lets you know that you know, shit, man. You know, it's not a, a, a true majority thing here with this guy, and you know. um He's done beef with damn near every, you know, major traditional true Republican at one point in time. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I just think he's, he's, he's just that typical uh, aristocratic, um, I got more money than you got, so fuck you mentality. But that shit don't run the country and damn sure don't run the world. No doubt. All right, so um, let's see. Get ready to wrap things up, but I want to get you to answer a question in the final thoughts, uh, something that I posted on Facebook and just to write it by you all. And I know um, I wanted to mention some other people who may have passed away in 2016 whose names I probably forgot to mention earlier. Uh, I think I said Janet Raynaud. Um, Jerry Heller, who was, uh, you know, of NWA fame. Uh, Shawty Lowe, who was really big in the ATL. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of his music, but he was huge in Georgia. Um, Let's see, Kimbo Slice, who was a YouTube sensation. uh, Street Fighter, who ended up in uh, the UFC. Uh, Merle Haggard passed away. Uh, Frank Sinatra Jr., Jr. Um, Alan Rickman, and someone who I completely forgot about. He passed away, I think, in February, Maurice White of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, so there have been quite a few people who, unfortunately, will not see 2017, but, I mean, they live behind a legacy, you know, um, to those who are from their generation or for those who may have been uh, did you, uh, to and did, see their talent in person. Did you mention uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor? Because she died after yeah, we I talked about it last week. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I pretty much went through everybody else. I, I ran off a huge list earlier, and uh, it's quite a lengthy list. I mean, just in the last, you know, week with Jaja Gabor, Ricky Harris, George Michael, John Glenn, um, it's just a bunch of people. Did you get, did you get Glenn Fry too? Because he I, passed away too. Yeah. Yeah, got him too. Yeah. All right, so um wanted to mention that this weekend here in Ridgeland, Ridgeland, Mississippi, which is right outside of Jackson, um, there will be a book signing by Carmen Hendricks. Carmen has called into the show a few times. She lives in Houston. She is an author of a book called When Honeysuckles Fall, and she'll have a book signing this weekend um, at Reservoir Point in Ridgeland, Mississippi. You can go to whenhoneysucklesfall.com to get more information. You can probably go to her website, carmenhendricks.com as well, and that's Hendricks, H-E-N-D-R-I-X. And join the join her for food, fun, live music, and entertainment as she introduced excerpts from her book, um, When Honeysuckles Fall, and she has a new book coming out called Eight Moments that she'll discuss as well, so... I've read When Honeysuckles Fall. I did a review on it over at uh, thankq.me, and it's a good book. It will take you through a range of emotions. I had no idea she had so much talent as a writer, so be sure to check it out. Uh, I said I was going to start doing some book reviews on my blog, and uh, so I have a couple of others I need to get to and review as well, um, including one for Resident Show Legends. So. All right, uh, tomorrow's on coverage, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll take a look at this past week of football, preview next week of the NFL, and we will hit at um, any big stories for 2016. Uh, we may hit it on that at the end of the, the show. Um, that'll be tomorrow, and then the Talk Q radio show will be back in 2017. We'll kick off another year approaching um, – with the six-year anniversary of the show um, in February. So that's going to be rolling around, and we'll keep this thing going uh, for some time longer. All right, so final thoughts, and Crystal, I'm going to start with you, but I want to get your opinion on something. Um, There was a guy who posted a YouTube video of a car that was stuck in, like, a snow embankment or something. Uh, this is somewhere up north. I can't remember the city. And he drove past the car. It was a lady in the car who needed help because she was stuck. But he chose not to help her because she had a Trump bumper sticker on her car. So he posted a YouTube video saying that, um, you know, I'm not going to help this woman because she's a Trump supporter and, you know, she deserves to be in a ditch, essentially, and stranded. So I want to ask you, Crystal, for your final thoughts um, before you give those, to let us know, would you let that affect your decision to help someone if they were a supporter of a political party in which you didn't side with? Um, and then give your final thoughts. Okay. Um, well, that's pretty simple. Uh I know I would not let that affect me. I would just see another human being struggling if I can help. Um, then I would. I mean, outside of them wearing a clan uniform, <laughs> I mean, if I saw that, then I would probably just drive by. Uh, other than that, um, 
No. <laughs> I would definitely help and hope, you know, everyone else would help as well. So, anywho, um, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's it's really, and it's stupid, actually. It's just a, a stupid thing to do. And, um, and especially, and he, of course, he's posting it, and then as if that's supposed to be a good thing. I mean, ugh, it's ridiculous. So that's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, good show. Uh, and, you know, of course, you know, 2016 is definitely one for the books. It has been a horrendous year um, for me personally and um, for the world, <laughs> or at least America, you know, and I'm sure other things have been going on in the world outside of Donald Trump being president. So it's just been, it's just been a wild, wild year. And I am looking forward to Saturday night to count it down and out of here. And hopefully um, in 2017 will be, um, you know, a better, a better year all around. Hopefully, I'll be bringing a new book. Um, okay. A couple, a couple of books actually, and um, and you know, hopefully, 2017, I get my show back going. I've just been cocooned um, in trying to write, and it's a it's been a very hard thing to do because of other things that have been going on uh, personally. So. Um, so, and because of that, you know, as an artist, my writing has been going kind of back and forth from darkness to light. So that's why I say it may, it may be a couple of books, both, you know, kind of weird and different from each other. So anyway, but got to get it out. So hopefully it'll come together as actually something productive. But 2017, it will happen. So that's my big prediction, bold prediction for 2017. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so, but anyway, really good uh, show. The um, Lions kind of upset me last night, but other than that, I'm looking forward to their continued, you know, a struggle towards playoffs. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> So, oh, they win next know. week. They're in. It can happen. It can happen. <laughs> anyway, but hey, I, even 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 without it, I mean, I think they've done really good this year. I mean, it's been a really good year. It's been a good year for the Lions. So that's it. That's it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the Lions, the Cubs. That's it. it. It took. We had to suck all of the energy, of the positive energy, out of the universe to get the Cubs to win and the Lions to have a good year. So there it is. So it's all worthwhile then. It's all worthwhile. Okay. But anyway, um, look forward to your next show. Oh, and Happy New Thank Year. Thank you very much, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right, and Happy New Year to you as well. All right, Buck, would you help the person on the side of the road who may not share your political views based on their bumper sticker and your final thoughts on the show in 2016. 
if I don't give a damn about political parties when it comes to helping somebody on the side of the road, I don't care. I I wouldn't let that, you know, steer me, you know, from, you know, helping somebody in need. And, you know, I, I don't, I mean, people that do things like that, they have, you know, they should, you know, be a little bit more positive. You know, they got too much time on their hands. So, you know, I wouldn't do something like that. So I don't care if you like Trump or Hillary Clinton or whoever the hell you like. It doesn't make no difference to me. You know, if you don't, you're standing on the side of the road, I'm going to do my best to do what is required to help you. Um, but as far as 2016 goes, you know, it hadn't been the best year me, for me either, and a lot of people for that matter. But it's glad, you know, I'm glad it's coming to a close. We'll get, you know, put it in the rearview mirror and, you know, learned a lot during this year. Um, on a personal level as well as on other levels as well. And just, you know, um, girlfriend had some problems with her mom. My mom passed away this year. Um, I think everybody lost somebody that, 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 you know, a loved one that won't be able to see 2017. So, um, you know, hopefully 20, I mean, 2016, hopefully 2017 will be a whole lot better year, a whole lot better year than 16 was, you know, Got a lot of things in you know upcoming in that first part of the year. We got to see how things roll out. Um, you know, 2017, I think is going to be a pivotal year from a political standpoint. It's going to be a you know it's going to be a you know it's going to be a year of a lot of change. So you know we just got to be ready for it, or you know something else may happen. We just have to make sure that uh, you know we dot our eyes and you know cross our T's for 2017. But I think it'll be a whole lot better year, at least in my opinion. That you know it'll be a better year than what it, than 2016 was. Um, you know, hate to see, you know, some of the some of the stars that we lost this year. Um, just like I said, you know, a lot of these people we grew up to, listening to when we were in high school, um, going, you know, going to movies, seeing them in movies, and you know, 2016 has been just been brutal from a star and sing, you know, from stars and, and musicians standpoint, book book writers, um, playwrights. Um, you know, people that perform on Broadway and more. It's just uh, just really unprecedented how many we've lost, and we're still losing. So hopefully, you know, we don't lose anymore before we count this thing down at the uh, end of the, you know, on Saturday. And, um, you know, hopefully next year it's much better. But looking looking forward to a great year in 2017. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, another big game. You know, tomorrow um, on Sunday night, the Detroit Lions. It's good to see the Lions be relevant in the NFL. I mean, they've, they they uh, it's really good to see them relevant. I just hope that they can make it a game. And you know, it's kind of funny to see the Cubs and the Lions like, uh, you know, being pretty good. You know, good enough to win a championship as far as the Cubs go, and see if the Lions can go deep in the playoffs if they can, you know, get by Green Bay. So we'll see how things go. And uh gonna enjoy the sports show tomorrow night and uh everybody have a new year. You know. Be safe on the be safe out there if you decide to go out and party because you know it's amateur night at the Apollo. Well a lot of people that don't drink normally or do anything else for that matter during the regular part of the year and then all of a sudden they decide to come out there and put my life online. I, I prefer to stay in these days, you know, because it's, it's it's already it's already, you know, we're already lucky to get to the 45, so we just, you know, we're just going to stay, you know, let the amateurs play out there for the most part, you know, or if I do decide to go out, you know, just be safe doing it. But hopefully, 
I'll be driving north, you know, hopefully by this weekend. We'll see how things roll out. But everybody enjoy the rest of your, right, rest of your week of 2016 and be safe out there. Thank you very much, sir. And Eminem, shut it down, man. Would you help that supporter, you know, of maybe another party on the side of the road in their moment of need or? Oh, man. Rolling? Oh, that, that's, like a that's like a feast of famine question for me. I mean, uh, a dame in distress? My goodness. I mean, that's too good not to pass up. Shit. You know, helping a heartbeat. You know, of course, <laughs> you know, it could have a little... You know, hey, you know, you got to throw that little quid pro quo in there, though. You know, see what I mind that. You know, you know how bad you want to get out of this damn snow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. How bad yeah. do you want to get out of snow? Yeah, you know, what wow. are you willing to do to save this towing fee? You know. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know, that that's, that's, that's bipartisan as it get. you know. You know, I mean. Now, if you got a, a wood, nah, then it's like, hey, bro, you need some help. But nah, you ain't got no wood. It's like, well, you know, we might can work something out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's how that would be. That, But as far as the guy that posted that, uh, what I wanted to comment on was if that was Pence, he would have helped. If that was, you know, shit, you know, Romney or something like that, he, they wouldn't have read that. They'd have helped. But what it is is, now, keep in mind, a large percentage of people, period, especially of the modern, you know, millennial ages or whatever, are very ignorant to certain things. So um, they literally, not figuratively, because a lot of stuff was said figuratively, but they literally associate Trump with shit like hate groups and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't like the dude, but I know he, well, believe me, I know the difference between Donald Trump and the fucking Klansman or skinheads and shit like that, you know, uh, right. not even close. But but to an uninformed uh, person that doesn't have all the facts, well, when they see these memes about Trump is the devil or Trump is... Hitler and all that stuff like that. Okay, that's just an alliteration, just to then the votes against the man. The shit is not literal. You know what I'm saying? They think it's literal. So, um, the way Crystal answered is the way I would answer. If the motherfucker had a clan outfit on, yeah, it, you know, if, other than something like that, you know. But that's the way that dude probably saw it. See what I'm saying? But that's based out of ignorance. So. But but that's that's the that's the shit Trump created for his own self though, you know. Just like you you play to ignorance, well you're gonna be on the backside of ignorance too. So you know that that's that's all in that soup. You know you can't have one without the other. That yin and yang is a motherfucker. But um, you know um, uh, what was the other part, man? By the people we lost, we got uh, what you got? Just, George Michael, just 2016 uh, in general. Yeah. Yeah, I named you everybody. Had, okay, and Princess Leia. Uh, yeah. uh well, I I guess of the deaths we didn't lose. Well, I mean well, I mean I guess we lost a lot of people, but I guess uh one thing that could be taken from it maybe is the fact that, you know, uh 
the effects of drugs is still alive and well, you know. Thank God we didn't lose a lot of people to, you know, stars anyway to, you know, uh, gun violence. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's when it's, you know, those years you really never forget. But, uh, but you know, a lot of lot of uh, stars, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them self-destruct and shit, man. That's some stuff I can't understand because I'm saying if you broke and ain't on some shit, then why in the hell would you have the world at your feet and can't handle that? I mean, I ain't saying you know you, you won't be days you have stress, but I just don't see it. You know, I've 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 only you know enjoyed a certain amount of money, which is very little, and I can only imagine what it's like to have more money, but, you know, snorting myself to death or shooting myself to death with some fucking heroin and all that, that ain't going to be something that's on the on the agenda, trust me, you know. You know, I might have to, you know, well, especially one time, shit, you know, it might be a lot of paternity tests or something like that, you know, but that, that you know, that's the kind of problems <laughs> I would have. But it wouldn't be no damn cocaine and heroin and shit. Nah, hell no, nah, fuck all that, you know. You know, might have liver damage, but uh, I got that now, damn near. But shit, I can deal with all the other shit. You know, uh, and then what's the last part, Q? That's about it, man. We're no, it's it's our own thing. It's our own thing for 2017, right? I mean, what our reflection? Well, uh, 2016 was a very different type of year, but uh, personally. Uh, a large part of it was fucked up, but uh, mine, it, you know, as soon as I got the Sagittarius, shit just started getting better, you know. Um, right. Uh, you know, especially, you know, with with, with things that make me me, you know. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, recognition and you know, a lot of support with different shit, and, you know. Uh, you know, so I can't complain there at all. So, uh, matter of fact, today I even uh, uh, was uh, uh, the artist by the uh, for the city, you know, at the city council meeting this 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 time or whatever. So, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that was today. So, okay, can't complain, complain about that, you know. Yeah, appreciate it, dog. So, can't complain about that. Uh, uh, one part of a bold prediction I forgot, you know. Now, if this damn wall get built in Mexico and, you know, uh, dope is starting to get legalized in more than one state, guess what? 1313 might be right around the corner. So y'all get ready for that, you know, because, uh, you know, we we're going to go up in a blaze anyway. We might as well go out everything you want. humping like everything, rabbits. Everything. <laughs> oh. All right. I appreciate Eminem. You have to pay. Happy to New play. Year to you, bro. Happy New Year. Well, happy, one person happy who will, yeah. one person who will not pass away in 2016 is Betty White, and the reason I say that with such certainty is that a man by the name of Demetrios, I don't know how to say his last name, is Greek, Hycycles. Spartanburg, South Carolina has funded a GoFundMe page to help protect Betty White from 2016. Uh, what? Yeah, his page says <laughs> Wow. Help. His page says help 2016 catch these hands 
if it goes anywhere near Betty White. If she's okay with it, I will fly to wherever Betty White is and keep her safe until January 1st, 2017. <laughs> and so far, he's raised $771 in seven hours. Seven Dang. hours? Seven hours. God. $771. Okay. Now, he did we say need that. Um, up, we need to come up with something crazy <laughs> for a GoFundMe page. Something I know, right? stupid. Because that, you know, and yeah, who and then we'll just money? split it down the middle <laughs> or something. I mean, <laughs> really? Come on. He says that um, if she doesn't want him standing guard outside of her door, then all monies will be donated to the Spartanburg Little Theater to help craft new stars of the stage and screen to carry the mantle of the legends oh. that have left this year. Okay. Speaking of stars, Q, anybody... Uh, any any uh anything planned for twenty seventeen like uh on the adult tip? Uh, I don't. Well, <laughs> am I having sex in two thousand seventeen? Is that what you're asking? We. It can you know that. <laughs> I think that he. I'm gonna try to clean this up before we get too far off the rails. I think what he was replying, referring to. It's maybe all of us, you know, meeting together, you know, for oh, you know, all that the show that no, 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 no. I was, no, saying, that's not what I was asking. About. Was, like I said, I was that, was a, that was a poor temper trying it, to clean it up. Any porn stars? I was, I was asking you if you have anything. Yeah, like some, you know, some, uh, you know, some something to look forward to. Because I know when uh, when you had Beth and the Benz on this thing, you had, uh, you know, had it booked kind of early, and you really hyped it up. Yeah. So. So uh, well, everybody actually, on Radio Land was the, really excited. I have I have two interviews I've been chasing Eminem. Uh, one of them strictly uh, with you in mind, of course. Uh, <laughs> I came across <laughs> I came across someone on Twitter uh, who used to be in the um, prostitution business. Mm, so okay. I've been tr- trying to chat with her about coming on sometime in February, so we'll see how that goes to get her experiences. Oh, it's for, you know, that, Valentine's Day? Is that what we're saying, Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah that would be a great time, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be great. So, St. Valentino. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But um, other than that, um you know, I haven't really been hitting a lot of guests lately because I, I have been enjoying just the candid conversations and, and the topics that we've been discussing lately. I didn't want to ruin that momentum, but I am going to bring some people I, back. I, 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 I like the momentum, but it's like, you know, sometimes you want to bicker with somebody, you know, just to yeah get some stress off. And it's just like, you know, right. it's like we all know what each other going to say. Of course, y'all know you know, we all know pretty much each other's stances on damn near everything. But, man, I remember that night we ripped uh, Virginia Princess apart. That was, that was man, that was cool. And it's, ironically, it's ironic that you mentioned her because I just heard from um, May on Twitter. You know, May was the other lady that was the guest on the show. And uh, oh, okay. she was commenting yeah. on... I just heard from her. She just commented on uh, what will happen in 2016 that will reach... Shape the future, and she made a reference to Donald Trump. 
But, uh, you know, she's a Ole Miss Law School graduate now, so. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Um, yeah. But, um, I mean, as far as familiar faces, um, I just chatted with Mary LaBelle the other day. And I'll probably have Mary LaBelle and Vanity Strokes on to talk about sex soon. Um, probably bring back Thundercat and her crazy self. And, you know, so there might be some familiar faces popping in. But um, I, my goal is to try to bring in at least two or three new guests um, in the first quarter of 2017. Like and, I said, I'm working uh, on two. And one time you was on a roll, man, but, uh, but because they they never last. I mean, I don't know why. Uh, like some college age, like, uh, you know, Students or whatever. Yeah, you know they they say a lot, but they don't like to talk that much. I don't know. Yeah, and I think that um, I don't know. Talk radio is really has really kind of passed over a lot of the younger generation. I mean, of course, they'll listen to stuff when they're in commute in their car, like listen to Tom Joyner and Ricky Smiley and things of that nature. But but uh, sitting down at a laptop, I, I don't know. I ain't quite solved that puzzle yet, but. I mean, I'll continue to try to see if I can reach out and get some people to I mean, come on and give their two cents. Yeah, it's, it's got to be somebody out there that's like the next a certain over-the-top yeah. something. You know, it's got to be another Howard Stern out there. It's got to be somebody that want to be heard, that don't want to just be a, mm-hmm. you know, in-the-closet type joker. You know, they want to just say, you know, okay, fuck everybody, and this is my face, and this is my voice, and I'm saying it. It's got to be somebody like right. that. Right, yeah. So, and, uh, but we'll see what 2017 holds. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed the show this year. What, what, I, I what, think uh, that we've had some here. of our <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we've had some of our our best shows this year. Um, I mean, just thinking back on it. Now, as far as listeners are concerned, I think 2012 and 13. Uh, like my, you know, the ratings were probably at their very best. But this year, I think we've had some of the best content. I mean, we've talked about, you know, being single, it's being single disability, uh, how do you live with a gambler, things you don't tell your spouse, uh, going to boo school, uh, what else have we talked about, what happened to etiquette, is TV getting too black for white America? I mean, we've talked about a lot of things yeah, this year. Yeah, and you know, we a really have some good things. ones in the, in the spring doing the, uh, you know, some of the stuff, excuse me, with the police shootings and all that, you know. Oh, absolutely. Where we uh, kind of just, you know, I mean, we had some shit that was, uh, you know, major network worthy, actually. Yeah, I talked to um, an attorney slash pole dance instructor, Kim Sweeney. Uh, and she's had a a very roller coaster 2016, but not in a bad way by any means. Uh, she went from being single and looking for love on the Steve Harvey show to uh, getting married and expecting her first child if she hadn't already had it in Damn. essentially like six, seven months' time. So uh, she's done a lot this year for lack of a Better way of putting it, I did um, a one-on-one with, a Q-on-one with Crystal back in uh, March to discuss um, one of her books. I chatted with T.D. King. Um, 
a couple of people from the UK about Jack the Ripper. Don't know if you all had a chance to hear that. Um, Morgan McCain, the young lady down in Florida who made the pull 'em up T-shirts to try to keep guys from sagging in her high school. Uh, golly, this show's been all over the place when you think about it. A man by the name of Skip Sanzeri, he was a CEO of a new device called Allersense that can help prevent people from having asthma attacks. Uh, God, we talked about Zika in the Olympics, Lauren Hill and B-Wade and Target stores, Starbucks, man, we've been all over the place this year. But it's all been interesting and it's all been a lot of fun, all the way from, you know, um, talking about Golden State struggling in the NBA Finals to Harambe, the gorilla dragging that boy through the water. I mean, we discussed it all this year. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I look forward to doing it again next year with something new and something exciting to talk about. And as far as 2016 is concerned, it's been a – a, a great year for me, and I, I know, I'm, I'm along the lines, the mindset of, um, first of all, if you're healthy and you have your loved ones, then you've had a great year, I mean, to start, because, you know, a lot of people have unfortunate things happen, car breaks down, you run out of money, you lose your job, or all of the above, but you can replace those things. Nothing replaces dying, so... um if you didn't die in 2016, you more than likely had a pretty good year. And uh, so I'm very thankful for the year. I'm very thankful for you all, of course, for calling into the show um, and representing the way you do and making some good points. And it's always good whenever I get feedback. Um, I don't get feedback as much as I would like from listeners, but when I get feedback and they're laughing at something, that Eminem said or they're co-signing with something Crystal said or Buck makes a good positive point or uh, Ray tells it like it is, whatever the situation may be, uh, people appreciate it, you know, because all of you bring something different to the table. Uh, Even though we may agree on a lot of things, there are a lot of things we disagree on. I mean, I've known Buck virtually all my life, but we don't always agree on everything. I've known Eminem for quite some time. We may have a different approach. Crystal and I may have a different approach. I think the person I agree with the most on this show is probably Amanda. Um, We seem to have the same approach to a lot of things. And but even still, you know, the last time she was on, I think we disagreed on something. So, but the beauty of it is everyone gets to state their point and everyone gets to have their say and someone out there is going to benefit from it. Whether they agree or not, they know how other people in the world think. Yeah, and and what I want to say, though, uh, to that same – damn, I got the fucking hiccup. To that same point is the way you do the show, man, and then the way the legends, the way we conduct ourselves, you know, even when this might be a topic or something we, you know, are really not seeing eye to eye on, the next show – it's a whole new topic. A whole new topic. It's not like, yeah. you know, like, damn, that motherfucker's still mad about this. It ain't no, it's not like that, you know, and that's rare because you don't see that nowhere. Yeah. 
especially with I mean, if it was if people held grudges, and I'm sure Crystal would have been gone a long time ago. Many times her and Ray have oh, gotten yeah. into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, but that's the thing about well, it though. Uh, of all the female guests you ever had on here, I mean, you know, uh, you know, Crystal by far is the you know toughest one. You know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, you could have. Oh know, yeah. It comes down yeah. to me getting backed up in the alley. You give me crystal some brass knuckles any day. Oh, I yeah. feel like I'm confident. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, coming that's what alley. I was You got on. that right. We I coming out of there anywhere. When I, when I gave anywhere, out. Uh, any city, any place. Right. When I gave out, you know, different little awards or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's like where, you know, the, 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 the top award you can get from. You know, people in a certain life is get that BB status. You know, you get that BB status. You know, you good. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> but you know, but that's what I it takes: courage, that. courage, and you know, standing your ground, handling your business. You know, what I'm saying, understanding how business works. You know, what I'm saying, a lot of females don't understand that shit, but she gets it. You know, so, so you know, yeah. So. Well, yeah. thank you guys. Get you a, get you a few <laughs> drinks, you know, get some wood put on you and get get the right, you know what I'm saying? So Wow. So gonna... Okay, I'll skip the wood and I'll go straight to the drinks and right. <laughs> 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 he slipped that one in. He slipped that one yeah. <laughs> 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 But uh yeah, so I mean and, and this like for those who may not know me, um you can go to my blog, thank you dot me, and I mean, I'm a very talkative person, okay, and I can easily just talk for an hour and a half about whatever the topic may be, but I don't want to. If these show legends don't call in, if the callers don't call in, I, I really don't want to discuss anything because they drive the show. So if they decided all oh, not to call in one day, it'd probably be a 20 minute show because I'm not going to have the desire to do the show if I don't have them giving their opinions and their takes on things. So it's all about them, and that's what makes this show different. It's not me just talking at nausea. Yeah, I'll do a podcast every now and then where I'll talk for seven or eight minutes to get on my soapbox. But when it comes to the live show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. or zone coverage every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, it's about all of you who decide to pick up the phone and be courageous enough to call in. And anytime you're courageous enough to mix it up with a show legend, and that shows um, a lot about your your character and your willingness to try to make a point. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely very appreciative of all of that. And so, you know, I will go ahead and bid 2016 adieu, and all of you and. Uh, for those who won't be on zone coverage tomorrow, even though Crystal seemed very excited talking about her lions, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll c- catch you in the new year. And for those who want to talk football and everything else surrounding the sports world, then I will talk to you tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. I will note that um, Eminem has been noticeably absent this year. With his Eagles having a losing record, but uh, uh you know, hey, we're gonna get your ass though. So spotty. Oh yeah, <laughs> ain't gonna be no overtime. Hey, we got time. something to discuss. All right, we got something to discuss tomorrow then. But uh, yeah. So my thanks to all of you, 
And for those who want to keep up with the show, go to TalkingQ.com, sign up for the email newsletter so you'll know when the show is coming out, what we're talking about. And, um, yeah, this is it for 2016 for the Talk Q radio show. Uh, Join us for zone coverage tomorrow if you want to talk sports. And everyone have a happy new year. Be careful. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. No drinking and driving and all that other stuff. You got Uber, Lyft, taxis, friends, whatever, bars offering free shuttles. No reason to get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Uh, We had an incident this weekend here where someone drove the wrong way on the freeway, and luckily she didn't hit anyone. Uh, But the first thing she said when she got out was she had been baptized that day. So I don't know what that had to do with her being drunk and driving the wrong way. Maybe she was celebrating um, her new life. I'm not sure. Or maybe they didn't baptize her in water. Uh, But in any event, be, be careful out there this weekend. Try to be safe. And that way you can call in next year and we can mix it up and do what we here do here on T2Q. So, everyone, Happy New Year. Peace out. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. We'll holler. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q radio show. Call it, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out. Some women are down for it.